With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on the program. Coming up in one hour, Tailgate Moonshine will be available at danpatrick.com. Not a minute sooner than 11 Eastern, you'll be able to go to danpatrick.com. First come, first serve, available today. This is uh, a new moonshine, caramel, salted caramel, salted caramel. We've had cinnamon apple, and that might be available as well. So there's like a gift set you could get, though, where you could buy salted caramel uh, individual bottles, or you could buy another version that has both salted caramel and cinnamon oh, apple together. all right. And a little glass. Too, okay. I like that. Yeah. That'll be at danpatrick.com, and when it's... It's out, it's out. Uh, just letting you know, the uh, two previous times we sold out in less than 45 minutes. But uh, we're trying to bring it back as often as we can for you. Some new flavors coming up as well. But very proud of the uh, Tailgate Moonshine, available at danpatrick.com. I was curious, watching the Phoenix Suns and Kevin Durant last night, what the Suns' odds are to win the title, according to DraftKings. The Celtics are the overwhelming, not overwhelming, but they, the prohibitive favorite. Then it's the Phoenix Suns. Then it's the Bucks. Then it's the Nuggets. Then it's the Clippers. Those are the best odds right now. So the Celtics and the Bucks in the East, they uh, have you know the uh, first and third best odds to win it all. And now the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant are uh, going to be the favorites out West. And I don't know if there's a great team out West. There's probably a great team in Boston because they went to the NBA Finals a year ago. The Bucs are very good. But if I was going to hand out grades right now, Celtics probably are going to get an A-. Then I would have the Bucs in there, probably a B+. They won again last night. But then after that, I don't know if I have anybody who's on that level with them. Out West, Denver's the best team. But I, I, I wouldn't look at Denver as a great team. Great season, they have, to, they have to prove it to me. And that means come playoff time. But if you're thinking, you know, Phoenix Suns are now uh, B plus, maybe an A minus. The Grizzlies are the two seed right now. Are they a great team? No. They have to prove. Sacramento, are they a great team? No. They have to prove it. But you probably have Sacramento and Memphis in that B, B-plus range there. 
the West doesn't have great, a great team, but it's stacked. It feels like, you know, three games separating, you could be jumping from nine to six or six to three. And that's what's interesting about this. Uh, having home court advantage. Do you care about home court advantage? Is Sacramento going to be dangerous when they get into the postseason? Is Memphis going to live up to the expectations? Those are the things that I'm curious about. Whereas the East, it feels like, and I know the Knicks are playing well. What are they, a five seed? Uh, they played well recently. But it looks like it's still, you know, Philadelphia, you're buying into the Sixers. Also, do you see the report where James Harden in the offseason, could he return to Houston? <laughs> he must really love those strip clubs down there, I'm guessing. Because I don't know, if you're James Harden, is that how you want to end your career? I, and if I'm the Rockets, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want somebody coming in and taking the air out of the room. I, I got a young team. Granted, we don't play any defense, but I just I can't, I can't entertain that. Yeah, Marv. Harden said, a team that plays no defense? All right, I'll go back. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Paulie. Do you would you guys just like the Warriors have had an average season? They're thirty two and thirty. They won three in a row. But when if you right now had to put a bet on someone in the West, wouldn't you put it on the Warriors? No, until so until someone else takes a spot. No, Phoenix. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I was all in on Golden State, and they ended up winning the title last year. But I'm not all in on them. You know, you got Steph who will eventually come back. Clay Thompson has been a quiet surprise because I think a lot of people thought he was washed, and Clay Thompson has been really, really dangerous. You know, Draymond is uh, past his prime. Jordan Poole hasn't taken the next step. You know, they have the guys behind, you know, off the bench. I'm still waiting for you know, Kaminga to do something. Wiseman, I didn't like the pick to begin with. Uh, so, you, you know, Wiggins, they, they have a nucleus. I just don't know if they can piece it all together. And I'll go back to what happened with Draymond and Poole. I don't know if this team really recovered from that. And then you had health issues. Clay started slow. Steph has been out. You know, it might be one of those where you don't want to face the Golden State Warriors. Can they piece it all together again? And I would, I would look at Phoenix because now the, the X factor with Phoenix to me is DeAndre Ayton. Because that feels like there's still friction, tension with him and the head coach, Monty Williams. Or at least, I don't know if it was ever settled. The fact that you have this run-in in the playoffs and then you don't talk to each other over the summer, and I found that remarkable. And then he wanted out, or they wanted to trade him, or both. Now he's still there. Chris Paul's age is going to be a factor once you get to the postseason. And maybe if you just say to Chris, all you got to do is pass, just throw it to Booker or Kevin Durant. But having Durant there, and Durant was playing extremely well before he got hurt with Brooklyn, you know, he's a baller. Like, he just is. He's a basketball player. First thing that comes to mind is Kevin Durant loves to play basketball. I think he went to a high school game on his night off. Not like undercover, right? Not like No, I don't think he can. Like one of those 27-year-olds no, who tries no, to play? No, he wasn't playing, but I, I think he went to a, a high school basketball game in Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, the guy loves playing basketball, and, and I, I respect that. Plus, you know, the, he never felt like he had to be like everybody else. I got to shoot the three. He still bangs out that mid-range jumper, man. <laughs> 
it's just, and it's unstoppable. It really is. Like he's still, you know, when you think of, of a mismatch, he's right there on the short list of you can't you can't cover that guy. You can't shut him down. Yeah, Mar. I was calling him. He's Led Zeppelin. Like, look, you have Jordan and LeBron. They might be the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Mm. But do you want to go after Led Zeppelin? Oh. Do you want any problems with Led Zeppelin? Okay. All right. So now we're affixing bands to players. Jordan's the Beatles. Yeah, not the longest run of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Would Beatles arguably. say? Beatles say <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not arguable. Uh, Let's be this chair. Beatles had like an eight-year run, and and Jordan had, you know, maybe a ten-year run. I could see that. Stones have been going on forever. That is LeBron. It is. Yeah. Do you do like uh, LeBron is Jagger, and then Jordan is John and Paul? <laughs> I got. It. it might be two people in there. Who else would I you'd put in there? Yes, Paul. I don't know the player who goes with it, but you two was very successful mm. and very successful for a long time. Okay. That said, no one ever says you two is the greatest band of all time. You rarely hear that. But success. How about is Kobe Bryant you two? Yeah. Okay. You're kind of in between. Yes. It's gonna have him almost like a, a Nirvana type. Kobe is Nirvana. Sure. For for a generation of people, he, he was the greatest. But he played, he played so much longer than Nirvana was together. Yeah. Oh, it's that. Are we doing it like year to year? That's how we're comparing. Well, them? if I'm looking at LeBron and longevity, I have to look at the Rolling Stones, who are still performing. Yeah. The Beatles had a, a a sweet spot of what eight eight years, and Jordan had a sweet spot of ten years. Yeah, Paul. The New Jersey or the Brooklyn Nets are oasis. Hmm. Yeah, breaking up. A lot of expectations, lot of, and they ever yeah. went their separate ways. Yeah, but the, you know, Oasis said they uh, they're bigger than the Beatles. So I did think. the Nets. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Bill Russell is like the Pink Floyd of the group. He's got a, sold a ton of records, but no one ever calls him the greatest. Okay. Pink Floyd sold most records probably of anybody, but but Bill Russell could be Mariah Carey too because could be hasn't she sold? Doesn't she have more number one hits than Elvis? I think yeah. And yes, Todd. Who would the Joker be? Like someone that's lasted a long time, but no real, like a Phil Collins, someone that's had a lot of success, but no real flair to their performance. Like, wow, you got to go see that guy. Well, concert. the Joker's only, what, 28? He's like the weekend right now. It's on a hell of a run. The It's on a hell of a run. The weekend. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like currently, currently, he's the hottest thing going. Killing it. Time will tell. Yeah. But for right yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know if I would compare the Joker to the weekend. No one else is. Yeah. Is that are you are you underplaying that the weekend is so much better than what the Joker is right now? Or I I would think that somebody else was bigger than the weekend. Mm, man, I don't know. Travis Scott would be bigger. Drake? Drake, okay. Is 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 the Joker Drake? <laughs> He's racking up some MVP awards. No one else is doing this in sports radio. Yeah, yeah. Undisputed beat this. Yeah. Yes, Todd. Post Malone? Does he get a little jokerish? A little right. Luca-ish, maybe? Yeah, okay. Low Post Malone. Okay. <laughs> Carl Malone and his brother Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this all Anywho. day. All day. Yeah. Add an extra hour on it. <laughs> like Metallica. You know, Ooh. a lot of people love Metallica. A lot of people... Critique Metallica mm. from not being as hard edged as other bands, mm. but 
what a run of success. They're like, what, year 40? What's that, uh, Larry Bird? <laughs> hey, easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa what? Easy. What? It's, it wasn't meant as a... Uh... Um, is Allen Iverson maybe Metallica? Oh, man. He's got a special place in a lot of people's hearts. He does. And he, and he means a lot, just like Metallica might mean a lot to just a certain demographic. All right. What the hell happened with this? this Nobody. No, you're right. <laughs> Couple of phone calls in here. What's Paul question? We're going with an hour or two, Seton O'Connor. Uh, well, we got a couple options here for you. Uh, Paul, you sent this one over. Uh, if I was, I'm changing it a little bit, though. Okay. Uh, but if I was 5'11 and a half, I would tell people that I was 5'11 or six foot. Oh, six foot. And now, as someone who is, or at least used to be 5'11 and a half, I've said I'm six foot almost my. As soon as I hit that. Yeah. I only recently walked it back to 5'11". You don't have to. Stick yeah, with six. Well. Because oh, then you get around other people that are six foot. Yes. And you're clearly not as tall as them. Yeah. You're like, well, I should just dial that back. Yeah. Because I was 6'3". Now I'm hovering around 6'1", mm-hmm. 6'1 and a half. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Paul. Yeah, but Seton might be 5'11", but he's got good hair that can kick mm-hmm. up a little bit and even things out. And no one's going to check you. You know these Hoka shoes? Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm six two and a half. You know, it's like, oh, you know, when we did the meet and greet after the shows at the Super Bowl, you had people say, man, you're a lot taller than I thought. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, if I took these shoes off, you wouldn't say that. I mean, Tom Cruise wears lifts, I think, in his shoes, doesn't he? By the way, speaking of that, because I always get that, too, like, oh, you're, not, you're a lot taller than I thought you would be. Some, yesterday, somebody said I looked healthy. Did they call me fat? <laughs> well, no, healthy, healthy isn't fat. But they kind of did it with like a... An extra flair to it. Like, yeah, you're looking healthy, like with an eyebrow raise almost. Well, if they say, hey, Chunky, uh, you look healthy. Hey, fat. Hey, fat. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, like, yeah, you're looking healthy, but the eyes kind of, the eyebrows okay. sort of went up. I'm like, I think this dude just called me fat. He did. <laughs> Who was it? Was That's it here? Some, no, no. Okay. No, it, it, Is there a context there? Were you at like a, a smorgasbord? You were stuffing your face? Uh, no, no. It okay. was just somebody that's uh, said, said you around were, the neighborhood. What was the tone of, you're looking healthy? Is hey, it that? hey, Seton. I saw the person. I hadn't seen them in about a year. So I was like, hey, man, how you doing? You good? Uh, which I ask mm. almost everybody. How you doing, man? You good? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. You know, feeling healthy. Whatever. Well, uh, this and that. Be like, hey, no, you're looking healthy. Mm. Ooh. I was like, I think this dude just called me fat. Okay. Maybe you're not used to getting compliments. Therefore, when you get one, you're not sure that it's a compliment. Mm. And maybe you're like, What's, hey, what, what, did, what did he say? I just might be more sensitive about what, being fat. Heavy for me, too. <laughs> yeah. That might also be it. Are you fat? For me, yeah. right now, yeah. massive. Okay. No, massive. you're not. Morbidly, yes. More? <laughs> yes. You're not morbidly. You're not. Uh... For me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I not... was like, dang, I think this dude just called me fat. I closed the, my front door. I was like, babe, I think he just called me fat. <laughs> okay, you're healthy. But he's like the kind of dude who like, you ever around a guy who uh, is sort of always alpha dogging you? You always want to make sure that like, uh, oh, what are you doing over here painting this? Mm, I probably would have gone with something else. You're like, okay, I didn't ask you. Mm. He's kind of like one of those dudes. He's always got, oh, you went with the uh, oil-based, huh? Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not really familiar with that type of person. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I, I think every it's day. With, yeah. To be, to His be name fair, is Paul. Paul least, did not call me fat yesterday. Yeah. Just to be clear. at least I said it first. Yes, Marv. <laughs> no, they they got it for me. Go okay. ahead. All right, let me take a break. <laughs> Healthy. 
he definitely wanted to say, oh, you're not missing any meals. But if you yeah, said right, that, that's exactly what it felt he, like. It definitely feels, oh, someone's not missing any meals. My aunt did that to me once. If you said that to your wife. Oh I wouldn't God. have one. Yeah. I, I don't want to do this conversation on air here. But, but if you said, oh, you're looking healthy. What does that mean? Are you, are you kind of treading into dangerous territory there? You look healthy. Yes, Because it kind of implies that at one point you looked less healthy or you weren't, okay. weren't looking that great. All now right. you look better Okay, than you did. Yeah. Or you could say, I didn't think you could look better, but you do. You look healthy. See, Dan, you're a veteran. I am a Word veteran. selection yes. and order is yes. everything. It's like, you're like, oh, you look skinny. No, 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 no. Oh, you look yeah. great. You're, mm. You look lean. You look, yeah. You're great. Yes, Mark. Yes, if somebody's put on weight, a spouse, and they were, you know, maybe always a little thin, and like, well, I think I put on weight. No, no, you look good. You look healthy now. Like you look, you look better. Come mm. on, I'm like you. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Always remember <laughs> yeah. that. I am also true to this. <laughs> yes, Tom. But you can't tell your wife, oh, pasta and garlic nuts. All right, whatever. Do your thing, girl. Does your wife do that to you? She made a couple. She'll make like this face. You can't, you can't do it for radio, but. Like when I'll just say what I had for lunch, and she'll like puff up her cheeks like this. Is, if that's what you want, but, that's what you're but, going for. But it's the Olive Garden face, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you have to do the whole tour of Italy. You couldn't just stop by, <laughs> see like the, like the west coast of Italy. You had to do the whole, whole country. Lake Como. Yeah, that's it. We, we don't have to go to Puglia, uh, the Amalfi Coast here. I will get this one. How many beers is that? And I'll go, uh, who's, <laughs> who's counting? No, I just, uh, is that like three? And I go, yeah, okay. And then she'll do the math and she'll go, oh, it's like 40 minutes or so. And I go, yeah, really thirsty. Yes, Eden. Uh Ryan just tweeted at us that his wife's uncle, who he hadn't seen in a while, called him stout. That's not good. That's not a compliment. No, that's not. That is not a compliment. That is not. You're looking stout. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Unless you're former Steeler Cliff Stout, then you can maybe get away with it. Thank you, Todd. We'll take a break. Head to the Combine after this. Dan Patrick Show. Seton, when are we open up the uh, Panini trading cards? Uh, you know what? How about uh, a little late this hour? Well, why don't you open it up right now? Okay. And, and let me know what's in there. Because okay. I saw when the package came in. See, I have a habit. Whenever the mail comes in, I open up everything. And, and Seton hates that because it has his name on it. But I, I don't even really notice it. I think everything's for me. And I open this is accurate. Yes. So I open up something and I'll go, hey, Seton, that's uh, for you. Uh, it's uh, got Panini cards in it's there. It's usually I'm like, hey, did anybody see? <laughs> yes. I was supposed to get something like two weeks I ago. Know. And it's like, oh, I know. Uh, all of a sudden you come out of your little back room. You're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, here, I, yeah. just, I didn't know. I think there was truffle oil that uh, somehow <laughs> got lost there. <laughs> Panini <laughs> NFT platform. Unique, one-of-a-kind VIP experiences, the trading cards, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. What's in What's in the pack? I'm trying to get this thing Well, open. we're running out of time. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day. I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great at it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Top of the hour, the latest batch of tailgate moonshine available at DanPatrick.com. First come, first serve. Once it's gone, it's gone. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. By the way, Penny's Bang Biscuits, they are great treats for your puppy. You can go to uh, the website and some new t-shirts there as well. Done a great job. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show, they provide us with the stat of the day. Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network analyst, and he's out at the Combine, NFL Network the Scouting Combine kicks off today at 3 Eastern on NFL Network, where they look at defensive linemen and linebackers. Segway to Jalen Carter, since he's not there any longer. Daniel, what kind of questions uh, left the uh, building when Jalen Carter left? Well, I, I think there's a lot to be, uh, to be answered. I, just, I did see something online a, a few minutes ago, Dan, where it said that he was headed on his way back here to meet with teams. Um, so hmm. I don't know if that's, if that's an accurate report or not, but I didn't see that floating around on the internet, but uh, you know, this is uh, just an awful, it's an awful situation. It's a tragedy, obviously with what resulted there. And it's a very serious, very serious. It's being taken very serious by teams. You know, the, the one thing is uh, there's time here between now and the draft. And if you're going to draft Jalen Carter, you're going to be spending a lot of time with him between now and then. And you're going to be doing a lot of, of digging to see, you know, what what else is there because this is a uh, uh, troubling would be a, a gross understatement. And we always it's a sliding scale of how much baggage and how good you are. Jalen Carter, by all accounts, is a top five pick, maybe number one overall. Would you? Uh, where do you have him in your mock draft? Yeah, he's my number one player in the whole draft, Dan. Um, I think he's the best football player in the country. So. Um, you know, he's, he's as good as it gets in this year, and he plays a position where, if you know, you talk about scarcity, it's hard to find interior guys with his with his ability. You know, there's a lot of really talented edge rushers that come uh, into the league each and every year, 
the number of dominant defensive tackles that can really mess things up from a run and pass standpoint, those guys are hard to find. He's a rare, rare, rare talent. How would you assess the quarterback draft if you were going to grade it to or compare it to previous drafts? I don't think there's that, um, you know, the slam dunk guy where we've had years. I mean, Joe Burrow from start to finish, you felt real comfortable that he was going to be a really good player. He was the best one. Um, Trevor Lawrence, the same way. We saw that years coming, and he was just – they were clean, you know. They checked every box in terms of the size and the skill set and everything you need from the position. I think these guys this year – I think they're really gifted. I think they're really talented. I would say there's five of them I think will end up being starting quarterbacks, which is a huge number in drafts. So from that standpoint, it's really good. But they're all, you know, they all come with a varying level of risk, and it's whatever risk you're comfortable taking. It's different with each of them. If Caleb Williams was available in this draft, what would the Chicago Bears do with the number one pick? Well, I, you know, I've seen enough of him. I haven't done, you know, the, uh, the the big workup on him, but I've seen enough to know that when guys like that come into the draft, you take them and you uh, and, and you move on from whoever else is in the building. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know about Bryce Young, and I did have an NFL scout to say that he wasn't all in on Justin Fields to begin with, and if you have somebody you truly love, then take them because you reset that quarterback clock. If you ran the Bears, knowing these prospects – what would you do with the with the number one overall pick? Yeah, I'm going to take you on a winding road here because the the first part of that question is who do you like better? Do you like Justin Fields better or do you like Bryce Young? Personally, I have a higher grade on Bryce Young, and so then the follow up question is, well, then great, you you ought to take Bryce Young and you should trade Justin Fields. But to me, I think the underrated aspect of the evaluation of quarterbacks, Dan, is the fit. And I just yeah. don't like the fit of Bryce Young in Chicago. I just don't think it works. I, I can make a strong case for him. But, know, but explain indoors. that to me, though, Daniel. The the fit as far as weather, uh, style, yeah. I mean, what goes into this? So, you know, look, I scouted for a couple teams in the AFC North, okay? And when we were looking at quarterbacks, we wanted bigger guys, more physical guys. If you go back at that time, you had Ben Roethlisberger and Carson Palmer in the division. Um, you know, the Ravens end up ultimately getting Joe Flacco. But the, the feeling was, you know, you're playing in a physical division. You're playing outdoor and weather and wind and, and all the elements. It just you wanted a more physical guy to hold up in there. They play. It's a different game when you play indoors. Um, and, you know, I just look at Bryce. I think of, you know, how everything is crisp and on time. Um, get the ball out. When you have indoor field, you've got indoor footing. Timing is uh, it's a lot easier there. And I think all of his strengths play well in, in that environment and that, you know, in that AFC South with either Houston or Indy. Yeah. And, and, you know, speaking of which, Justin Fields actually fits the Chicago Bears style. He does. You know, when you... he might not like the cold weather, but he fits it. <laughs> um, and, and I'm curious about C.J. Stroud because mm. I... <clears throat> I was watching the uh, <clears throat> the Georgia game, and all of a sudden I go, I would show that to every scout and just say, every yeah. team, look at this. Break down C.J. Stroud. Yeah, that was – it's funny you mentioned that, Dan, because, you know, I had kind of a, a, a grade on him, a certain grade on him. I watched him over the summer um, coming into the season, and, and I, I liked him, but, you know, gosh, I just wish there was a little more – 
suddenness or urgency or like a playmaking aspect to his game. He's, I think he's just a pure thrower. I mean, it is, it, it is uh, fun to watch the ball come off his hand. Um, he, can, he can make every type of throw. But, you know, free rusher, you get an unblocked guy. I wanted to see him, you know, create and make some plays. And um, in basketball, I guess the analogy would be he was more of a shooter than a scorer, you know, and he just didn't really have that element. So then mm. I'm watching throughout the season, and I'm like, okay, I think his arm's gotten a little bit stronger, so I like that, but not enough to move him up off of my grade that I already have. And you watch him throughout the whole year, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of a DNA match. He's the same guy. He's not changing. I know exactly what he is. And then I turn on the semifinal game, and I go, wait, wait, wait a second, who's, who's this? I know. And, and that's, the old, that's the old adage in scouting, Dan. It's like, if you can do it once, you can do it. So you know it's in there. Um, so one of the things I'd be curious, you know, I'm curious to see how healthy he was during the year. Um, and then maybe it was just as simple as when you're Ohio State, you don't play many teams that can put you in positions to have to do that. Well, Georgia can, Georgia can make you move around a little bit. Um, so I moved him up. I moved him up after that game because I know it's in there. Are you more interested, concerned about Bryce Young's height or his weight? Uh, I would say the frame, you know, just the frame, just being a narrow frame, lighter, you know, the height. I think he had two or three balls tipped that, you know, that, that doesn't show up as an issue. There's times where maybe a couple times on tape I can say, okay, I don't think he saw this guy. But when you have a strong enough arm, and he does, you know, it's not a, you know, he doesn't have a Matthew Stafford type arm, not a Mahomes type arm, but it's plenty good enough. When you when you're a little undersized, one of the things they've been able to do, and I think it started really uh, with, with Russell Wilson, um, is they get so much depth in their drop, so that you can just create distance between you and the line of scrimmage. Helps you see, you know, Drew Drew Brees always had that awesome interior. You know, the center and the two guards were always really good. You invested in those guys, and uh, and they kept that that space and that distance for him to be able to see. So um, I, I think, I think he can navigate around that. One of the interesting things I was talking to a team the other day, and I hadn't thought of this part of it. And he said, so if you love Bryce young, but your question is the durability, he said, well, then why don't you go invest maybe a little bit more than you'd like to in the backup quarterback, knowing that he's probably going to have to play two or three games a year, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't want to hear that. But, but Dan, that's a way where you kind of get your cake and eat it too. You know, if you can get, if you're getting 14 games of high, high, high level quarterback play and you've got to, you, you got to give them a week here or there in a 17 game season, I'd rather have that than, t- than sacrifice the talent at the position and roll somebody out there who's not as good for 17 weeks. Talking to Daniel Jeremiah, former NFL scout, and uh, he's an analyst for the NFL Network. Scouting Combine kicks off today at 3 Eastern on NFL Network. Well, if that's the case, then I would I use that same blueprint for Kyler Murray? Would I use it for Lamar Jackson? These yeah. quarterbacks who are not going to make it through 17 games, uh, they're going to be nicked up? Fields in there. Okay. Yeah, put Fields in there as well. If you're going to rely on these guys, you know, it's two different things. One of them is the size factor, and the other one is guys that really like to use their legs and, and be a part of it. So um, if those two cases uh, show up, I think there is wisdom in, in, in investing in that in that backup quarterback. If you ran the Seahawks, what would you do with that fifth overall pick? Great. That's a great call. You know, they have been doing a lot of work on quarterbacks. I know, you know, that I'm sure they don't want to get Geno done. Um, but I think even if they do get Geno done, I don't think that would preclude them from taking one, um, you know, thinking they could get the guy of the future. I would say if you have a quarterback that you love in this draft, if you're the Seahawks, I wouldn't let the fact that you've got a guy coming off of a Pro Bowl season and Geno Smith deter you from taking one. 
Um, but you know the the way he played last year, the way you know they've got some some pretty good young pieces on this team. I, I know usually when you have a defensive minded head coach and they watch a crappy defense all season long, Dan. Um, that's that's you get on a one track mind there and say I just can't stomach watching a front seven like this anymore. I've got to get some difference makers. Would you take a running back in the top ten? The only team I would do it for is the team that has a less than zero percent chance of doing it, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, just because their roster's in such great shape, you know, I I, I you know, it's you're never going to take a running back over a pass rusher if you don't have pass rushers. You're never going to take one over a quarterback, a left tackle, like. They have all those key positions filled. Um, and, you know, you can add depth, obviously, and fortify them. But I, I just think with their roster, as close as they were to winning a Super Bowl, and then you take B. John Robinson, who's as talented a back as we've seen in a long time, is right up there with all those top guys that have gone up there in the previous generation when we used to care about running backs. Um, I, I think you put him in that offense with Hertz, with those two receivers, with Goddard, and all of a sudden you throw B. John Robinson in there. That might be the piece to push you over the top. That being said, I work there. I know Howie Roseman really well, and it'll never happen. I would think Buffalo. Buffalo would be the team that if – I don't think they can get him, but Buff, yeah. Buffalo having him – Oh, he'd be a home run. Yeah. Uh, I'll, he'd be a home run. He's I'll, a great player. I'll circle back to uh, what the original topic. Uh, would you draft Jalen Carter? Hi. I would want to know a lot more information before I would be comfortable doing that. As great as as great as he is, Dan, um, you know, I know that you're not going to have everybody that has a, a perfectly clean sheet in terms of, of their background. That's not realistic. And guys make mistakes. And you know, remember, these guys are young. But this is not this is not a uh, this is not a small ordeal. This resulted in the loss of life, and and that would be uh, that would be very difficult for me personally. Always great to talk to you. Have fun out there. We appreciate your time, Daniel. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you. That's uh, Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network, and former NFL scout for uh, two teams, Eagles and the Ravens. Interesting, though, the, the, the division that he was in, that you wanted to have that big physical quarterback. Whereas if you play in, you know, inside, uh, in nicer weather, then maybe you draft differently with the quarterback. Yeah, Paul. Supposedly, the Bears are moving to a stadium that will yeah, have a roof in yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. Just saying. Well, would you have Justin Fields in a couple of years right. when you have that dome stadium? Probably not. Uh, Tom in Milwaukee. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind today? Dan, how are you? Good, bud. Hey, I've listened to you forever. I'm a sales guy. I'm in the car all day long. You get me through through my day, but I do... Very quickly, I want to take you to task. I'm going to sound like a homer here, but I don't understand how you have the Celtics ahead of the Bucks. how deep the Bucks are. Well, no, this and- is according to DraftKings. DraftKings has odds to win the title. DraftKings doesn't have any, you know, there, there's no feelings attached to it. This is just who they think has the best odds to win, and this is a team that went to the NBA Finals last year. Chris Middleton was hurt last year. <laughs> well, the DraftKings is factoring that in, Tom. I don't think they go, wait, okay. Chris Middleton didn't play last year? No, it's true. But did the Celtics get better? Did they add depth? Uh, granted, you have a first-year coach in there, but Boston has been, I, I think most people would agree, the best team in the NBA. Yes, 
most most consistent. Yeah, that's all. I mean, and look, the Bucks have played great. I don't. I'm not. I don't have any argument with this. If you said, "Hey, the Bucks were favored," I'd go, "Okay." Like it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any feelings attached to this, and neither does DraftKings. They're just giving me the odds right now. If you want to bet, these are the teams. It's Boston, and then it's Phoenix, and then it's Milwaukee. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis. And together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 and mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. I love when we get a shipment from Panini, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Seton gets the shipment. Somehow it's supposed to go to him. 2022 Donruss football cards and uh, 400 cards in the base set there. And uh, there's the uh, rookie cards. Garrett Wilson. Uh, Fritzy got a sauce gardener there. I did. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Fancy one. There's also autograph cards. Dude, my guy, Brock Purdy. 
You got a Brock Purdy? No, I'm hoping there's oh, one in there, oh, okay. though. But his his card is supposed to be a hot one. Well, there's also autograph cards from celebrities, superstar football fans like Chuck Norris and Mark Wahlberg <laughs> are in there. I love going through this. Hey, I got a Chuck <laughs> Norris. My God, that Chuck. You imagine some young <laughs> youngsters going, uh, Dad, who's Chuck Norris? Like all types of celebrities? Uh, well, it just says Mark Wahlberg and uh, and Chuck Norris. That's uh, Panini America, the official trading card to the Dan Patrick Show. All right, a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, let's see. Ben in Ohio joins us on the program. Good morning, Ben. What is on your mind? Good morning. Uh, love the show. Thank you, Ben. Um, I, I have a uh, player-band comparison. Okay. Um, how about Draymond Green and Nickelback? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Draymond Green's going to go into the Hall of Fame. Nickelback is not going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, they do have a lot of number ones, but it's just like nobody likes them. You know, kind of like Draymond. <laughs> well, you know? I don't know if, if Nickelback, they may not like them, but Draymond still played at a high level for some very good teams. Nickelback, I never understood, you know, why people didn't like Nickelback. Is it because they were good and you didn't want to admit that you like them when everybody started criticizing them? Because I like Nickelback never showed up on my radar. Like, all right, that's fine. People be like, oh, like it could be worse. You could be Nickelback. And I'm like, uh, why the hatred there? Yeah, they became a little bit too much of a punchline of a joke. Where it's like they're not. It's not that bad. Jeez. Hootie and the Blowfish got that. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing a bumper sticker, honk, honk your horn if you hate Hootie. <laughs> they were like, we didn't do anything. Yeah, what? Like, hate yourself because you liked us. Not us. <laughs> Not our fault. Like, how did I like them? Yeah, yeah, Paul. Nickelback had a longer run than I remember. How You Remind Me went number one in 2001. That was their big breakout hit. Mm. But they had top 10 hits from 01 to 08. So that's, that's a pretty good run for a rock band. Yeah. Were they a rock band? Yeah. They were? Technically, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Like, if I said rock and roll, like, were they... They were a rock and roll band. I would say, you know what? They might even be a hard rock band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I give them another another chance. Yeah, give them another spin. Them, Creed, and... uh, They're kind of the same thing. (laughs) Bands that got just massively popular and famous that people then hated. Alejandro in Oregon joins us. Good morning, Alejandro. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Buenos dias. Uh, mucho gracias. <laughs> so I know you had said uh, worst walk-up song for yeah. baseball. Yeah. I have the exact opposite. Okay. I have one of the greatest ones I've ever heard. It's for a Division A team here in Hillsboro, across the street from where we live. Um, they're affiliated with the Arizona Diamondbacks. They had a cleanup batter named Brickhouse. He would come up to Brickhouse, and the entire stadium would sing Brickhouse. From the Ohio Players. Yes. Is that right? Uh, you know, come on, Marvin has to know that song. Oh, Commodores. She's a brick. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Alejandro. I don't know why I just figured the Ohio players would have a song like that. Yeah, Paul. 
That lady stacked, and that's a fact, ain't no holding nothing back, just to give you some more of the lyrics. I, I'm not a professional singer. Brock in Virginia. Hi, Brock. What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, my man? Hey, so when you guys were talking about the player band references, two quick ones immediately popped in my mind. You guys mentioned you two. So, you know, classic band, not one of the best, but always consistent and always successful. Been around forever. Tim Duncan. That was my first. And then when you guys talked about Kobe Bryant, immediately in my head popped ACDC, right? Not the best, but arguably one of the greatest of all. And anyone can picture a Mamba montage with Black and Black playing in the background. All right. Because I'm TNT. I think I saw them when Bon Scott was the lead singer. That's a while ago. Dang. Yeah, long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yep. Have you seen them with Brian Jones? I have not. Not seen them with Brian Jones. I would Jones. probably go see AC. I would right? too. Yeah. I would too. They've sold a lot of albums. Yeah. A lot of albums. I think one of their albums sold close to 20 million. Was that like Thunderstruck or something like that? But I think they, they put up a big number there. Uh, John Paul in Washington. Hi, John Paul. Hello. Uh, back in Black. Back in Black sold twenty five million. Twenty five million U.S. Fifty million plus worldwide. Oh my goodness! Uh, hey, John. Yeah. Hi. Hi. My player to group comparison is Tom Brady to the group Alabama. Okay. Uh, why is that? Because they both. Well, Alabama has had forty one number one hits. Yeah. So they've probably had more number one hits than a lot of artists, including other groups. They were out for a long time. Like Tom Brady has won more Super Bowls than most other. All right. You know, I think Alabama's underrated when you think about, you know, great country artist. And and they had hits. And and I I don't think I was educated enough to appreciate Alabama because I wasn't listening to country as much. And then all of a sudden I started to get into it more. You know, Waylon and Willie, uh, Jerry Jeff Walker, you know, I, I, I listened to that. Like, I didn't like the, oh, that's new country, or is that really country? I'm like, no, I'm holding true that this is, you know. It wasn't like I was Gene Autry uh, listening to his music, but uh, with Waylon and Willie. Waylon Jennings lived a life, man. Yeah, <laughs> and you could, boss. And you could see it on his face. You know, some people have, you know, their lines on their face, and you go, that I don't know what you did, but you lived a life, man. Uh, Murphy in Georgia. Hi, Murphy. Hi, Dan. Great show, man. Thank you, Murph. I was, yeah, I was always amazed at how y'all can take a side comment and just ride it for like eight <laughs> to ten minutes. <laughs> some people That's love fun. it, some people don't, Murph, but that, thank you. Thank you. But listen, I wanted to tell you, when you were that interview with Aaron Judd, when he was talking about being in that precise moment, yep. when he gets back in the box, it's considered unconscious competence. A perfect example of it is usually with great running backs. Like when Gail Sayers was running in that real muddy, sloppy game where he said he hadn't played in weather like that. And against the guy the, referred to him as the Jesus Lizard. Against the 49ers. Well, he scored six yeah. touchdowns, yep. Right. That's considered unconscious competence. It's sort of like if you ask Todd, what's two plus two? You don't have to think about, well, Todd might say two what, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, these athletes don't want to think. They they're already know what they're supposed to do when they get in the moment. We would think 
when we were at the Giants training camp, when we got in there facing 100-mile-an-hour you know, pitches, we were thinking about a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. These hitters don't think that. And now you have less time to think about what just happened. You get back in the batter's box, and that's what Aaron Judge was saying. We'll talk to John Smoltz coming up next hour, get his thoughts on the new rules, Major League Baseball. We're seeing more runs scored, higher batting averages, and about a half hour shorter baseball games. Also, you have six minutes from now. You want to go to danpatrick.com, and you can order the new moonshine, tailgate moonshine, salted caramel. Yes, it tastes awesome. Two hours in the books, one more to go. This award-nominated program, we're back after this. One more item, we close that hour two, and if you're needing new tires, always remember, TireRack.com. They have the, uh, well, the experience, and they have the knowledge and the passion. But they also have been doing this for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive, how you drive, where you drive. They have an easy-to-use tire decision guide. Answer a few questions, and then you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in about two minutes. They've got the full lineup of Pirelli tires, test results. they got tire ratings, consumer reviews, shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. Or you can skip the waiting room in a lot of areas. They have mobile tire installation. So a tire rack technician brings the new tires to your home or office, installs them on site. The ultimate convenience, the ultimate game changer, the ultimate tire changer. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. Once again, TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.